I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is an Intel Studios production that is enhanced with Intel technology. To see pictures, articles, and links of what's being discussed, download the Intel app by going to entale.com. Hello, everybody. It is me, Michael Douglas. And me, Davina McCall. And we are talking to you from the Making the Cut studio. (laughs) (laughs) Kitchen. Um, uh, I have forgotten the recording equipment today, so we're recording this directly into the phone. I made a complete arse of what I was to carry with me um, when I left home. Um, So it'd be interesting to see what the audio quality is like. This this is just recorded through voice memos through the standard Apple app. But I get the feeling it's going to be quite good. I hope so. I mean, to be fair, your, what you were carrying was an enormous backpack yeah. of hair grooming equipment. It's so mobile salon. Yeah, your you mobile salon. Around. So, um, yes, so fair enough, right? You'll let fair me Fair enough. I'm totally uh, going to let you off. Welcome to Making the Cut. This is the trip advisor for your life, is how we'd like to describe it. It's a podcast about us recommending things uh, that we think that you might like uh, to experience, try or look into. And they can be anything from a television show to some toothpaste or um, some clothes or some handbags or a movie or a mascara. radio show. That's been a big one. A bit of makeup. Mascara. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a bit of everything, essentially. So we'd like to think it'd be different each week. I mean, during lockdown, there's been a lot of TV and movie reviews. Yes. Mainly because it's been difficult to access other things. Um but, um, you know, we try and squeeze a bit of everything in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Some things for the guys, a few things for the ladies. Mm-hmm. I think I'm acutely aware that more women listen to this than men. Mm. But I would like to recommend things for those ladies for their husbands. It yes. Maybe uh, like Father's Day or somebody's birthday or Christmas or whatever. Or you might just want to treat your husband mm-hmm. uh, to something nice. I mean, God knows why you'd want to do that, but you can do that. And then, uh, you know, so there's various things that I could recommend that might be quite good for that. And um, you are a f- mind of information uh, because of, I guess, you experience a different set of things from me. One mm. is because you live in a slightly different part of the country, but two, mm. you're a, a lady. Yeah, and that's why it works. Yeah. It's a bit like, um, what was it called? Heart to Heart. Oh my God, you remember Heart to Heart? Do you remember Heart? that? Yeah, they had a dog. It was yeah, called Max. Max. Oh my God! Oh. I'm really reminiscing kind of into some deep nostalgia today. I love nostalgia. I, mean, oh. I, I often, uh, I'm a big fan of Paul Weller, who's just brought a new album out, by it's the way. It's so called, good. Yeah, it's nice, right? So if you're looking for something new to listen to and you like that kind of thing, then absolutely, it's, it'll be on iTunes and Spotify and all that. It's called On Sunset. Um, and I think the, the album's been slightly inspired by his very first memory of being on, on Sunset in Los Angeles oh. when the jam played the Whiskey A Go Go. Oh, wow. Uh, along with John Cougar Mellencamp. Yes. A, a young John Cougar Mellencamp were yes. on the same bill as was Blondie the following night. Oh. So they posted the picture the other day because I think it's a, you know, it's X amount of years ago since they played the Whiskey A Go Go as mm. the jam. But it, uh, So I think the album's inspired by that. Why did I say that? Why did I end up there? Um, you were talking about Paul Weller's album on Sunset. He's brought out a new yeah, album. Yeah, but I can't remember how he ended um, up there. That men and women, different things. Like different things. We were recommending things. Oh God, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this podcast and, <laughs> and write something down. Well, that's a good anyway, first recommendation. It, it's a good first we'll recommendation. Take that. It, it's, it, it's there. And if you really like him, I mean, I'm a big fan of, of his. Um, there's a little 20-minute documentary on YouTube to, to, to kind of help market the album of the making of the album, where you get to see him in his studio kind of working and cutting the tracks and all the rest of it. I'm always slightly fascinated by his footwear, what he's wearing. Like... You've but loosely based your entire wardrobe on Paul Weller. On various pop stars, but Paul Weller's been one of them, mm. uh, for sure. And then Alex Turner's a bit, a bit of the moment. Mm. I steal basically mm. anything that he's wearing, I'm wearing. Oh, the other thing is I've sent my leather jackets off to get altered. Oh, and anybody that's a regular listener will know that the leather jackets, oh, um, it's a big thing. And yeah. Where, where did they go? 
Um, I just found this company in Northampton online and I thought I'd give it a whirl. They're charging me about £100 to take up the length and £55 to take up the sleeves, now, which is a lot cheaper than I was doing it in London. Because you went to somebody in London, but to be fair, that you went to a shop, so they have to pay for the shop front and everything. Absolutely. But to alter a leather jacket in London was how much per jacket? I think it was, I think it was 320 I think, to do the sleeves and the length. And how much is it in Northampton? I think it's 155. I mean, so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna review this no. person until I get the jackets back, yeah. which hopefully be in a week or two. I'm gonna put them on. If they're really good, then bingo, you are gonna find out uh, what they are. And you will never have been so busy in your entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've got two others in the wings waiting <laughs> to go. There is one thing that my children have introduced me to yeah. that slightly melted my brain. Yes. So I'll maybe start with this. It's, it's hard not to review TV shows because there's so much brilliant yes. content around. But yes. this is something that freaked me out a bit. So my, I've got two kids, 16 and 14. They're due to be a, a year older than that fairly soon. And they said, Dad, have you watched this thing? It's called The Midnight Gospel. Aloha. Which universe will you choose today? My name's Clancy. Clancy! Could I um, interview you for my space cast? Are you worried because it seems like we're all about to die? Yeah. You know anything about this? You no. heard anything about this? No. Have you ever heard of a, a, a cartoon called Adventure Time? Yes. Okay, so Adventure Time is a kid's cartoon and it was made by a creator called Pendleton Ward and um, a comedian called Duncan Trussell. And obviously it did very well. But they have a podcast. podcast the Midnight Gospel called, have a... No, Duncan Trussell and Pendleton Ward have a, yes. have a podcast where they discuss all sorts of existential ideas, mm-hmm. life, the universe and everything. And throughout these podcasts, um, someone has decided to animate those conversations into a cartoon. Oh, wow. Right? That's okay. such a great idea. Yes. That kind of brings us to the idea to something that you have been dealing with for four years now, which is that you have stage four bone cancer. Metastatic breast cancer. Metastatic breast cancer. And this is an extreme, extreme version of a tornado knocking a house down because four years ago you called to tell us that you had six months to live. I have been told that at least a dozen times. Now, these podcasts uh, and this cartoon is for adults. It's not a children's uh, thing at all. There are 15, if you you um, read all the ratings and one thing or another. They rate at 8.3 on IMDb. Wow. 20 minutes long. And they are rampacked with really brilliant discussion topics about existentialist issues. Like? Drugs, the right. universe, religion, right. death. Right. Everything. Everything. Yeah. And they don't cut any corners. It's quite amazing. But the animation as well is also fascinating. It's in the theme, I guess, of Adventure, Adventure Time and, and um, yeah. SpongeBob and stuff like yeah. that. But just to read a little bit from uh, the Wikipedia. The Midnight Gospel is an American adult animated web television series created by Adventure Time creator Pendleton Ward and Duncan Trussell, released on Netflix in April the 20th, 2020. It's quite funny, isn't it? It's the first animated production um, from Ward for Netflix, um, and it sets actual podcast interviews between Trussell and various guests into these fantastic adventures. So they're set in a funny dimension called the Chromatic Ribbon, and it's a, someone called a space caster who's, I guess, a futuristic podcaster named as Clancy Gilroy, owns an unlicensed multi-universe simulator, so it's something that can take him to different places in time. Right. Uh, throughout it, he travels through the worlds uh, about to have their own apocalypses, interviewing some of the residents for his space cast. And the interviews are derived from earlier episodes of the pod- of the podcast. So episode one is the one you want to probably just go and watch and start with because it's probably got the most impact. And it's about drugs, um, essentially. Clancy Gilroy goes to this kind of weird place that's having a zombie apocalypse and he bumps into the president of that universe, which is, I guess... who's a kind of metaphor for the president of America, I guess. Mm. And they don't know whether to legalise marijuana or not. 
So it's a it's a, a conversation about all the ins and outs and the Can pros I ask and cons. Yeah. So is there on top of the podcast? Is there bits of scripted stuff beforehand, which is setting up the story? I had no idea this was a podcast, an animated podcast. Oh. I thought it was just a cartoon that had been written, and these were the voices. Oh. So wow. I, I don't know how they've done it. I don't know whether. They've taken snippets, whether the whole thing is a podcast that they've animated. It can't, I don't it really can't know. be. It doesn't feel like it, it no. should be. But it's so random and weird that it could be. Because it makes no sense. A lot of it's jumps from one thing to another. It's not like there's a story going on in these 20-minute episodes where you start as a beginning, middle and end. I really like the fact that it's 20 minutes. Yes. So the episode one is, are there good drugs? Are there bad drugs? <gasps> are, all good, are all drugs, illegal drugs, bad is there a place for them in society? Isn't there a place? Should they all be banned? What would happen if you legalised all of them? What would happen if you legalised just marijuana? And this is a debate that goes on between uh, Clancy Gilroy and, let's say, for instance, the president of the universe. Um, and all the time they're being paced, uh, chased by zombies in this weird apocalyptic world where they're trying to escape and then one of them gets bitten and then they have an antidote and then they get bitten again. They realise that oh every, time, God. every time they get cured of being a zombie, they get eaten by a zombie Which again. Is drugs. Well, it's a, it, it's a kind of metaphor for that. So it might be better to just remain a zombie for them. They wouldn't have to keep running, you know. Which is not That's necessarily not a good a thing. Good no, thing. No. no. But it, it's layered on so many levels that I was watching it with my kids. I was like... Jesus, this is like the best and weirdest thing I've ever seen. They were just giggling their heads off. And how old do you think? So would you say sort of 14, 15 is the youngest? I'd say 13 is probably fine. I think there's enough... There's enough would would I, they would I think just to understand it? Oh, completely. Com- okay. Yeah, completely. So it's called The Midnight Gospel, um, and it's, it's just been launched. So if you go on, um, on the user reviews on IMDb, um, so... Um, there's a lot of 10, and 10 out of 10 reviews here. Yes, fun, I mean, yeah, wow. The fun thing about this, that it's not supposed to be a normal cartoonish brain-dead series, but a weird podcast about religion, existence, and general beliefs. I love it. If you like podcasts, this is for you. I would say that you could listen to it and not watch it, and there's so much in it, oh, you know. Oh, really? Um, I mean, a lot of people have reviewed this by watching it while stoned. I think that's that's quite funny about it. If the Midnight Gospel was an acid trip, then Duncan Trussell and Pendleton Ward are your spirit guides. This show is about sharing the personal lessons you learn alone in the dark. Adult themes are amplified here. Gore, violence, drugs and nudity are all amped to the ninth degree. Uh, beneath the fever dream um, is a prayer to human condition. Connection. Uh, connection, sorry, yes. Yeah. Um, so That's... it's really good. I mean, you can see them all, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Oh, I mean, someone's put one out of 10. But I think but I think it is one of those things that you either get it and think that it is quite possibly the best thing ever, mm. or you really don't like it at all. Yeah, it's it's so out there mm. that some people might struggle to get their heads round the concept. Yeah, says this is an insane and weird, trippy as hell, incredibly interesting, something to watch more than once. It's diverse philosophy; it might not be for everyone, but I think it's wonderful. Wow. And then underneath that. that, it's interesting, you've got a 10 out of 10 and then a 2 out of 10. Good animation ruined by garbage. <laughs> I mean, it depends where you sit on all of that, but it, I, I think maybe, it's great. Maybe this person... I also think it's great for kids because it opens up a lot of avenues of conversation mm. about all sorts of things. And that has to be a good thing. So my daughter did, um, I think they're calling it philosophy and ethics now, um, A-level. Mm-hmm. And... She goes on and on and on about how brilliant it was to do that because of the talks that they've had Mm -hmm. and how much it has expanded her critical thinking Mm -hmm. and the way that she looks at everything. And it sounds like this kind of show would get you thinking in those kind of ways. I think it it gets you thinking critically and I think there's nothing better than that for young people at the moment because they're fed such a, a kind of an endless diatribe of opinions and it's all about freedoms and rights. But mm. actually, you know, it's not about that. It's not all about that at all. It's about whatever it is you want to think it's about. But you mm. have to think to find yourself there, you know. Mm. Um, so I think this is great. Uh, and any curious mind is going to absolutely love it. Um, so give it a shout and tell us what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. the Instagram page. Mine's not that long. Okay. But I thought that I would um, 
talk about, and I, I, I'm not sure that I'm going to recommend it, but I, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to explain what it is for people so that our listeners can make up their own minds as to whether they choose mm-hmm. uh, to do this or not. But I'm talking about it because it's intrigued me. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people, uh, I've had a lot of people ask me mm-hmm. if I've used it or I've done it or I've had it as part of my diet. Have I heard of it? Do you know what it is? And I suddenly thought, I've got no idea what it is, mm-hmm. why it's good or perceived to be good um, and what it's about. So I thought I'd go off and I would educate myself in all things bulletproof coffee. Yes. So my neighbour just talked to me about this the other day. Cause which, I get, which one? Uh, Dave, he's called. So I gave him some alpha brain, pop around there. Oh, yeah. Because I told him about it and he said... Oh, it's probably like bulletproof coffee. And I said, well, I've never had that. And I said, have you had some alpha brain? He said, no. I said, right. <laughs> and passed it through his window. We'd like to tell you that alpha brain also features in one of our podcasts. It yeah. is not a drug uh, of any sorts and it hasn't even got any caffeine in it. It is just herbal. Yeah. So I gave him two and he was like, wow. You, you, and he said to me, you've got to try the bulletproof coffee. I'd never heard of it until that point. And then you mentioned this and yesterday. So it's a buzzword, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Everybody's obviously floating around. Yeah, yeah. So I looked it up and um, the sort of premise is Mm -hmm. that it is basically a massive cup of fat. Okay. So Bulletproof Coffee, um, the recipe that I found online and and most recipes follow this sort of premise, is two cups of coffee, two tablespoons of butter. Tablespoons? Yeah. One to two tablespoons of MCT oil, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Okay. Um, and then you mix that in a blender. Now, a girlfriend of mine did her own recipe because she doesn't drink coffee. Yep. And that was um, two heaped tablespoons of raw cacao, um, two big tablespoons of either coconut oil, butter, or cacao butter. And the butter has to be um, from grass-fed cows and unsalted. And then she puts also in two tablespoons of collagen and then blends. Now, what was interesting was she said that she uses it as part of her sort of fasting, that she's intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. So she skips breakfast and she has this because it keeps her in a fasting state. However, you know Mm -hmm. Dr. Megan Rossi. Yes. Well, I text her for this programme. Do you know where I text her? Do you know where she is? Uh, Australia. On honeymoon. Is she? (laughs) Yes. I felt awful. But she brilliantly texts me back. Because <laughs> um, I was like, what is... Tell me mm-hmm. about it. I don't understand it. So is she the, said... Sorry, is that the reply? Yeah. Jesus On honeymoon. Mary. It's like I love an essay. Her. Yeah, but she is so passionate about nutrition. Yeah, but I, 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 the, the thumb, the effort that your yeah. thumbs have to go through to type all of that. So Megan is um, a, a dietitian. She's got a PhD in gut health. She is um, absolutely brilliant. She's well worth a follow on Instagram. We did a podcast with her and it's episode seven, I think, if you're interested. And it is definitely worth a listen. But she says, this is such a hot topic and a great one for the podcast. She says it's, uh, even for a keto diet, which I'll tell you about in a minute, it's it's calorie dense and nutrient poor. AKA empty calories. So a handful of nuts and seeds would be much better because still calorie dense, high fat, low carb, but also nutrient dense, which helps you get in essential micronutrients into your body, which your body needs each day, which is a challenge on the keto diet. It's hard to get the really good nutrients in when you're on the keto diet. I don't personally agree with doing any diets, not just the keto diet. I just think like if you eat the right food, you'll be getting the right nutrients. High fat can certainly make people feel fuller for longer. Now, that's one of the big pluses that they talk about in Bulletproof Coffee, that you get a buzz from it because of the coffee. And then the fat stops you wanting to eat as much at your next meal. But if you're after feeling fuller, she says an avocado, extra virgin olive oil, tomato on a nut and seed filled slice of bread... Fibre also helps keep you full, so it's not just fat. Anyway, the last point is the large amounts of butter in a bulletproof coffee has also been shown to raise bad cholesterol, which is not good for me Mm -hmm. because um, I have high cholesterol anyway. So ketones, basically, let me explain what ketones are. They uh, are the chemicals in your liver, and your liver makes ketones when you don't have enough insulin in your body to turn sugar into energy. So you've got to find another source. So then you start using fat. Okay. For energy. 
and your liver turns this fat into ketones, which is a type of acid, and it sends them into your bloodstream, and then your body uses that for uh, fuel, and it happens when you've got low food intake, um, when people are fasting, if you're in carb-restricted diets, which Mm -hmm. I think is the keto diet, prolonged intensive exercise when somebody's on a you know ultra marathon or something alcoholism um happens uh, or untreated type 1 diabetes so if you're an alcoholic sorry you're in a state of yes keto um yes but it's like well your liver right yeah so you start you can actually smell people that have too many ketones Mm -hmm. you you can kind of smell it on On them them. it's like a livery type of smell jesus so MCT oil is another buzzword, and they're saying you put that in your mm-hmm. bulletproof coffee. And MCT stands for medium chain triglyceride, which means that they are easily digested. And lots of health benefits can come from MCTs, but I'm going to read you just a few of them. So the, it's an instant source of energy that can also be used to fuel your brain. So it's been dubbed, MCT oil has been dubbed a superfuel. Um, because your body absorbs MCTs quicker than the LCTs, which are the long-chain triglycerides. Um, It can reduce lactate buildup in athletes. I mean, whether any of us normal punters ever need that, I don't know. But this one was interesting for me. It could help manage epilepsy, Alzheimer's disease, and autism. So it has been um, seen in Alzheimer's disease because it impairs your um, brain's ability to use sugar and... A ketogenic diet, an MCT diet, allows brain cells to survive better. Oh, wow. Quite okay. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, contains powerful fatty acids that fight yeast and bacterial growth. Might reduce risk factors for heart disease, and uh, such as weight and cholesterol. So that is slightly offsetting what is said mm. about the butter, yeah. maybe. And okay. it can help control blood sugar levels and support diabetes management. But the bottom line is... Taking MCT oil on its own could have many benefits and very few risks. But the drawbacks may include increased hunger from MCT oil. So it's... Oh, right. My, my feeling is with all of these things, when I went through it all... Yeah. ...is that there's a lot of misinformation. Uh-huh. A bulletproof coffee might give you a bit of a buzz and it might stop you wanting to eat as much lunch. Yeah. But it does feel like everything's contradicting everything. MCT yes. oil does one thing, butter does another thing. Mm-hmm. They're empty calories, like Megan said. You'd be better off eating a handful of nuts yeah. or having a nutty gran- um, mm-hmm. granola for breakfast. And that would stave off. Yes. Hunger, but at least you'd have all the nutrients mm-hmm. from the cereal. So, you know, you can tell me what you think or if anybody is um, doing bulletproof coffee or... Um, enjoying it and thinks that it's great let us know but that is where we're at and I don't think I am going to be drinking bulletproof coffee anytime soon the idea of two tablespoons of melted butter into the coffee I think would make me throw up I mean even for me even for me like I love butter just knowing that that was sloshing around inside me would make Mm. me feel queasy I think Mm. and two shots of coffee or two cups of coffee is like would send me over the edge you might as well well, I don't know what you might as well do but it's it's too much I don't like the sound of any of that. It's quite funny. My whole family are Scottish and most of them are all still alive. My grand's mm. like... I'm sure and I bet they've never this. taken a vitamin or a supplement in their lives. No, and they've largely eaten, you know, deep fried white pudding and chips three nights a week. Or it's whatever. in your DNA. I think there's a we lot of it in your DNA. I know. Yes, I know. I think so much of it is in, in your DNA. And of course, that does mean that you might have uh, things in your DNA that, that, that cause you a lot of problems. I'm not sure... I do. I think I have more psychological problems than biological problems. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you a little hug there. Um, um, so there is one last thing I want to say yes. about that, actually. If somebody mm-hmm. is going to have bulletproof coffee and mm-hmm. they're going to do that regularly, Megan Rossi did say it is a good idea to make sure that you get your blood um, checked quite regularly to make sure that your cholesterol isn't rising okay. too much. Cause that because that's probably not good for your cholesterol or that. Well, it potentially could not be. If you are um, prone to that, yeah. which I am, mm-hmm. it, it might not be good for you. So it's worth yeah. getting yourself checked out every six months if you're going to start on that mm-hmm. kind of diet. But my thing is, I mean, my granny was on eight or nine pills and then at 92 years old, she said, I'm not taking any more pills. And she sort of got better. <laughs> You know, There's a side effect to everything, isn't yeah. there? I think if you take this, then this is going to happen. If you don't take that, then this is going to yeah. happen. It's like, it, 
all the way around is, is uh, and you know, I, I'm always slightly wary. Presumably, is Bulletproof Coffee a brand or no. is it an idea? I think it's an idea. Okay. I haven't seen a, a yet. No, I just assumed I it was a seen product. A, yeah, I think you can go to a cafe and get bulletproof. a Bulletproof Coffee. Oh, and they just make up their yeah. own recipe of it. Yeah. Because the other thing is that, you know, like, there's so many contradictory experts out there, isn't mm. there? It's really hard to get a handle on things. There's, this great, there's a great show called The Thick of It which oh, yeah. uh, you'll know is um, about politics. It was written by Armando Inucci. But there's a great bit where Malcolm Tucker says to, to Hugh, um, the minister, and he says, I- I've spoke to an expert, and he says, this is terrible. And he says, well, you've spoke to the wrong expert. <laughs> and he says, I'm going to get you an expert that will tell you exactly what you need to know. And then he says, you know, you've got to work out what expert you want before you get him. And you also need to work out what it is you want him to, to tell you about before you, you book him to tell you about anything. <laughs> And it's just... It's so true. It's so true. It's like, God almighty. Basically, lots of people are just looking for experts to reinforce their idea. And it's very easy to find an expert that would contradict another expert. It's very, very tricky. I think what's great... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. About Megan is that she is a doctor, and I guess she's... Science. It's based on science, absolutely, mm. and she's bound by, I guess, mm. the, the, the rules of being a doctor, right? Mm. that You can't just kind of say anything because mm. you're being paid, you know. Um, so it's great that she sends she's, you that information. She's, I'm just saying she's a doctor as in she has a PhD. She's yeah. not a doctor as in a doctor and a okay. nurse doctor. I might try one bulletproof coffee and see what happens. Well, I think we should just see what it's like, but you don't have it with breakfast. Sh- it's it. so calorific. Yeah. Um, I can take the calories. There's no bother. Yeah, but like, you could take the calories. I definitely don't want to take the calories. On this thread, yes. um, because presumably you would take bulletproof coffee mm-hmm. because you think it would improve your life in some way. Mm-hmm. Would that be fair to say? Um, if, if somebody was to tell me that they had absolute concrete evidence that it would improve my life in some way, yes, I would. But presumably that's why people take it, because yes. it offers you some benefit. Yes, so I was swimming around the YouTubes the other day. Yes. And I stumbled across a TED Talk that was called What Makes a Good Life? What keeps us healthy and happy as we go through life? If you were going to invest now in your future best self, where would you put your time and your energy? This was a TED Talk on lessons from the longest study ever recorded on happiness. And it's uh, presented by a guy called Robert Waldinger, which is a great name. I love Waldinger. And it's only 12 minutes long. And it's a a study that was done, I think, started in the 1930s, I think. Uh, And they took some quite wealthy young kids and then they took some very poor young kids uh, and they assessed their lives over a very long period of time. I think 70 of them are still alive. Since 1938, we've tracked the lives of two groups of men. The first group started in the study when they were sophomores at Harvard College. They all finished college during World War II, and then most went off to serve in the war. And the second group that we've followed was a group of boys from Boston's poorest neighborhoods. Boys who were chosen for the study specifically because they were from some of the most troubled and disadvantaged families in the Boston of the 1930s. Um, and the, the studies that they've done with these people have been quite extensive. They didn't just send them a questionnaire. They went, and went to their house and interviewed them regularly throughout their lives, you know, mm. and spoke to their partners and, 
assess their relationships and uh, their marriages and who got divorced and who didn't get divorced mm. and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and this guy is the fourth generation of uh, professors looking after the study. Because mm. a lot of the people who started it have died as well. Wow. Yeah. God, that's completely yeah. mind-blowing. Isn't it? Isn't it? Because nothing nowadays happens with this idea that it will continue beyond our lifetimes. Oh, yeah. We want instant gratification. Mm. Well, I think it's the Louvre in Paris. Is that, would you describe yeah. it, the Louvre? Yeah, the Louvre. Um, that, that took something like between four and 700 years to build. Mm. The person who built that and designed mm. it was never going to see it finished. And knew they weren't. And that's an incredible idea. And this study is one of those, that the idea is that they started this knowing full well they'll never see the conclusion of it because they'd be dead. And imagine all the data that they would have got from that study mm. and how useful that must be on every level. Yeah. What are you going to tell me about well, I'd, I'd rather people watched it, maybe, and probably rather you watched it. I'll give you a rough idea. Is One thing that is interesting, he said, people who started off at the top, not, not all of them, obviously, but some of them found themselves at the very bottom, socially and economically. So how? Oh, well, just through the series of decisions they made with their lives. Wow. The idea that just because you start from a place of privilege doesn't mm. mean you end up in a place of privilege. And some people and who started person. at the bottom found mm. themselves at the very, very top socially and economically. So that was really interesting. The bottom line was, and I don't want, uh, I'm worried, you know, I don't want you to not watch it because I'm going to tell you the conclusion. I want you to watch it anyway because there's lots of other information in mm. there that's fascinating. And he's a brilliant presenter, this guy. But it was that it wasn't about money, which is what everybody assumes it, it's about. And it wasn't necessarily about a career either, but it was about relationships with people that fundamentally mm. those who had strong, solid friendships, relationships, loving relationships and a good marriage uh, lived a happier, healthier and longer existence than those that didn't. Wow. And the, the, the nut of it was mm. friendship, mm. was friendship with people. And I would say the antithesis of that is negative friendships <laughs> yeah, absolutely. or neg negative relationships mm -hmm. with your friends or partners or whatever mm -hmm. that would have a like a negative effect yeah. on your life and it, it talks kind of quite openly about how you know uh, um what would you call it a toxic relationship or mm. a bad marriage mm. will shorten your life wow um, god and how having a, a relationship where someone has your back essentially is uh, is something that will extend your life mm. uh, properly i mean we talk about life. that a lot right and my best friend sarah mm -hmm. who you know and love one of my absolute most favourite things about Sarah, and I know this to be true because she's shown this to me time and time again, if I am in pain and something has happened to me uh, or someone has yeah. been cruel or mean or whatever, regardless of how she feels about this person, <laughs> Sarah will automatically not like them. <laughs> and I cannot tell you how much that means to me. Yeah. I just know that even if the next day she'll go, actually, I quite like that person, mm. but I just, for that day, I had to kind of just have Davina's back. Yeah. It means a lot to know that mm. someone's got your back. Uh, it, absolutely. You know. Uh, the, one other thing about the study, which I did find quite interesting, is yeah. that it's only men that they looked at, what? only boys. Why? I mean, I just don't well, really... Well, back then it was a patriarchal society. Uh, well, absolutely. I mean, it was male-dominated back then. And mm. um, I guess uh, more men worked, I guess, and were likely to work and have careers, and perhaps mm. that's what they wanted to do. It's worth having a look through the comments as well, because there's nothing dodgy in there, but it's really interesting to see what people have taken from it and talk about their experiences. Mm. So have a little look at that. It's 12 minutes 47. So it's not very long. It's called What Makes a Good Life? Question mark Lessons from the Longest Study on Happiness. I mean, it's interesting because the TED Talks, they've, they've gone on into so many different mm. areas. And it's almost, when you go on to TED Talks online, it's overwhelming. Yes. There are too many to, to look at. And I get a bit kind of, oh my well, God, I don't know where to start. So actually, recommendations for TED really Talks good, are brilliant. I'm um, so pleased when somebody goes, actually, this is the one, just cut through or everything, don't worry, we've found it. The, the other one that I stumbled across once was the guy who was sat in the front row of the aeroplane that crashed into the Hudson. I sent you that. Oh, I sent you that. Oh, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you didn't. I sent everybody else that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it was I, the most, and he had, to, it's a three-minute long TED Talk. Yeah, yeah. It is one of the, we've got to put that down. Yeah. 
What what's it called? I, I can't remember. I can have a quick. We've got to find it. Now, um, TED Talk Hudson Crash. <laughs> Put in three things I learned uh. while my plane crashed by Rick Elias. So it's five minutes three uh, seconds long. It's had one point one million views. It should have more than that, really. Um, but he sat. It in, made me cry in a lot. Row one, seat one A, as that plane took off. And then he was sat directly opposite the the air steward. And so, you know, they, they sit in the chairs that face everybody. She was sat in the chair facing him, crying, knowing uh... that all the signs were that they were going to crash and they were going to crash into the Hudson. And it's the things he learned at that moment as that plane made that impact. It's a fantastic, it's really, really good. fantastic little talk, isn't it? This is a really woman-centric thing, mm-hmm. but it is a public service message. It's for the environment and it's for women all over. And I don't get periods anymore. I don't mind saying mm-hmm. that out loud to everybody um, because I am menopausal. But, oh, you know, I women... what it was with you. <laughs> don't worry, I'm an HRT. <laughs> um, we are going to do an HRT special, uh, menopause special, all things menopause uh, quite soon. With Michael, because it's very important that men also educate themselves. Because if you are a heterosexual... Well, any man, gay man, straight man, trans man, heterosexual... Any any man, you will all have a mother or a female friend. And you owe it to them to know and understand the menopause. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that now. I'm going to talk about periods. And this is kind of a new concept to me, the moon cup. Do you know what a moon cup is? Uh, I do. And you know what one looks like and everything? Uh, yes. Oh, how do you know that? <laughs> I don't know how I know that. I mean, I work with women non-stop. Oh, yeah, that's true. I know, okay, I know he lots knows about everything. women. Yeah. I'm really I'm proud bits. of you. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no, it's all right. Um, so a moon cup is the shape of a sort of um, goblet. And the idea is that you insert it into your vagina and you place it over your cervix. It's very comfortable. It's medical grade silicon. You wouldn't notice it was there once it's in if it's correctly applied. Um, I read lots of reviews about them because I thought, how can this possibly work? I mean, unbelievable, unbelievably, there's literally no spillages. It holds three times more than a tampon does. Wow, so really? it is Three a times. yes, it's amazing for women that have heavy periods. Mm-hmm. Heavy periods are the most embarrassing, horrific mm-hmm. thing. You are constantly leaking. You cannot enjoy yourself. You're wearing a tampon, mm. a pad, mm-hmm. like you can't wear any light colours. Yeah, and sometimes for some women, you know, I used to have an extraordinarily heavy first, first and sometimes second day. But sometimes women have these kind of periods for like a whole week. Oh, yeah. Where you oh. are just, you know, it's a, and you're spending so much money on mm. tampons. And not only tampons, then sanitary towels on top of the tampons. You wear those all night. So they're longer lasting protection on those heavier days. And because it's um, non-absorbent, and this is a really big thing. When you insert it, it's non-absorbent. So when you pull it out, you are left with, a moist vagina, mm-hmm. which I know is a bit giggly. I know, I know. But what's horrible is if your period's light mm-hmm. and you put in um, a uh, tampon, yes. uh, can... um, you then have to pull it out. And because it's absorbent, there's no natural moisture in there to help it slide out. It's really painful. Now, you only need one moon cup in your life mm-hmm. and that will last you forever. And after six to eight months, it's paid for itself, and then you're saving God, money. How much are they? Twenty quid. Oh, okay, that's all right. I you but then you're saving, thousand. then you're saving money. I'm not sure about that after six to eight months because tam- tampons are expensive. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're latex-free, hypoallergenic, no dyes, no perfumes, no BPA. You know, because um, plastics yes. sometimes have BPA. Well, uh, no uh, plastics, uh, no toxins, and also with Moon Cup comes. Medical advice from medical practitioners. Okay. Um, medical healthcare practitioners. Mm-hmm. So once you've bought a moon cup, you are then part of a club where you can access mm-hmm. advice um, about your periods or anything like that. But the reviews are extraordinary. And the reason why I'm talking to you about it yeah. is our good French friend, who uh-huh. I shall remain nameless, yes. she called me up to wang on about it. Okay. She said, I cannot believe that I'm 
in my 40s and I've just discovered the moon cup. It is the greatest <laughs> yeah. invention ever. All women should be using it mm. for the environment. Well, that's why I know about it really is that the, the girls that I know who have them are very environmentally conscious mm. and mm. that was their main motivator for, for doing it. And I mean, tampons are the scourge of the, the climate. Mm. They are, you know, you're never going to stop getting periods. Mm. These are things that are going to happen to women all the time. And Moon Cup is, is the name of the brand. So there are other oh, brands. Okay. But they might not be called Moon Cups. No, there are other brands available, but Moon Cup is the original yeah, one. So that was the one that I looked up. Um, have you ever read the story or heard the story of the guy who invented the tampon? No. He, he invented it for his wife because she was in such horrific pain and discomfort every month from these huge kind of heavy periods that she was Aww. having that he invented this contraption for her, if you want yeah. to try and relieve her of this overwhelming suffering and in turn invented the modern tampon. Wow. And yeah. you know what's... I mean, it doesn't alleviate pain, but it does alleviate shame yeah. of the leaking and everything. But well, I said it was even just horrific, horrific tampons are, are um, notoriously... You know, you n- you're never quite sure when you're going to start leaking or not. Mm. It's not like there's an alarm okay. that goes off and goes, hey, I'm full... So the, the basically the cup fills with the blood, you yes. then empty it, rinse it out and yeah. insert it back in again. Okay, so I sent you, a, a good friend of ours sent me a, a link to a music video this week um, that I went sent on to you. Now, it's quite a long music video, I think it's about oh 11 minutes Oh my God. Long. Yeah. This is such a mind blower. Right? Yes. So what I didn't realise is you, you can go on to IMDB and... Um, Search for uh, music videos. Oh, can you? Here it is. It gets 8.9 on IMDb. Wow. It's quite amazing, isn't it? So this is from a rap star called Lil Dicky. He's Um, like a comedy. He's not really a rap star. (laughs) I don't know what he is. He's a a comedy. He's a comedian. He's a comedian, I guess, yes. Um, Sorry, were you trying to write something down there? Well, I was just going to look up what the song was called. Pillow Talk. Uh, Pillow Talk, yeah. So he is also in a sitcom that you can currently watch on uh, the iPlayer called Dave, but his stage name is Lil Dicky. And he's a bit like a young Larry David. It's a bit like Curb Enthusiasm, I think. I've not really watched Dave yet, although I've watched half of episode one, and it's him trying to become a rap star. He's white, he's obviously a guy, he's Jewish, he's got kind of curly hair and a beard, and he's trying to worm his way into this kind of rap culture, I guess, and um, stumbling around in there. Do you realize that I'm dating a rapper who I've never heard rap out loud? Will you rap for me right now? Oh my God, rap for me. Look. No. Ah! YG, Lil Dicky. What up, man? Good to meet you. So I'm calling because I'm about to access my bar mitzvah money and I thought you should know. Are you crazy? What, David, you haven't made a single dollar off of this. I can't profit off of it because it's not my beat. It's just a beat I stole online. Anyway, he's, he's written this song and made a music video. Now, the music video, I think, I read somewhere, is in the top ten most expensive music videos ever made. Oh? Yeah. My God. And now I'm I, not surprised, though, when you look at uh, it. It's amazing, isn't it's it? It's unbelievable. So he's having sex with a girl. It's a one-night stand kind of thing, and it's nice and kind of consensual and all the rest of it. And then they finish having sex, and... Um, you know they're singing i like girl that was great talk about a connection am i alone in my praise do you what's interesting about it is he sings the whole song although she has bits in it that she mimes him but singing they're talking because they're having a conversation with each other what's well, rap I suppose, it, yeah it's it? not singing it's it's rapping so um he, he's rapping but he raps from her perspective and then she mimes those bits and then and then they have this kind of funny conversation with each other so it, it's quite weird because they're both in their undies um i'm just gonna find see if i can find a a, a uh, so a man and a woman engage in a series of tangential tangent no, tan, no tangential gential yeah i've never heard of that word before a tangential so a man and woman engage in a series of debates following a one-night stand and it features a special appearance from his brain so they're in bed chatting and they're getting on really well. But then the subject comes up about war, uh, her brother's in the army. And he says, well, thank you. And she says, well, don't thank me. And um, he decides that, that they're then having a discussion about war. You ever talk to your brother about this uh, type of stuff? 
Then she like, no. I'm like, well, what you think? She like, I don't concern myself with hypotheticals that couldn't be. I'm like, girl, what you mean? She like, I don't believe in the war, in aliens. Then they have a discussion about dinosaurs. Then they have a discussion about aliens. And it all drifts into this weird thing. And then they start arguing. And somewhere in the mix, his brain turns up. That's not currently in the room. It walks in. And it's got this funny little phrase like, brain is here. Brain is in the room. Brain is in the room. And then he gets on the bed. And then he says, tell her, brain, tell her. And then the brain goes, oh, you're going to have to remind me. I've forgotten. <laughs> He's going, God, I've got to remind my own brain. Now, can I just say something? Because yeah. you told me about this. Yes. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's... And then I watched it, mm. and I thought, I now understand why mm. it is so hard to translate. It's so difficult to try and, try and describe what it is. But then all the walls of their bedroom fall apart, and they find themselves in a forest, and then they talk about God. And John C. Riley, the actor, turns up as God and starts doing some funny things. And mm. he's speaking in a slightly gangster rap way as God talking about why he created dinosaurs and why they put them here and why they put them there. And then the brain has a conversation with God. The whole thing is really weird. But Look up some other Little Dicky. Totally um, brilliant. I mean, it's from 2017. It's quite old, isn't yes, it? Yes, I can't believe that. Look up that. some other Little Dicky because um, the last Little Dicky video that he did, um, he got, like, Justin Bieber in there. Um, Selena Go- I mean, he got so many pop stars. Yes, it's called the Earth Song. Yes. That. And Chester showed me that. Now, I just want to tell you what tangential means. Mm -hmm. So it is exactly what you just described. It's diverging, so like going off on a tangent. Okay. And diverging from a previous course or line, erratic. Tangential. Tangential. I do not like the word. It doesn't roll out of a mouth. Well, because gential, gential's not nice. Genital, that's slightly better. Yeah, genital's much nicer. The T and the I are the wrong way around. Yeah, is that all it is? Yeah. It's just one step yeah. in, the, in the other direction. In the wrong direction. Uh, it's called Lil Dicky Pillow Talk featuring Brain. It's had 39 million views on Insta. That's why uh, they can spend that much money on the video. It's incredible, isn't it? And he's got 7.1 million subscribers, which is a lot, really. Um, it's quite fascinating, and um, it's, it's really good. I couldn't recommend it enough to go and go and have a little look. Have a little read through the comments as well. I always think it's very interesting. But yeah, and there's a phrase to something called Pangea. Yeah. Um, which, do you know what Pangea is? Yes. You don't know. The brain goes, she don't know Pangea. You don't know Pangea? And I'm like, what is Pangea? What is Pangea? Pangea is all the continents when they were joined together, I think, ah. before they separated and became America and Africa and Asia yeah. and all the rest of it. Yeah. So uh, there's, a, there's a reference to Pangea in there. But what I like about it is it opens up, again, a bit like the, the uh, Midnight Gospel. It opens up to all sorts of little things mm. in your brain about, oh, my God, why don't I know about Pangea? Um, so all these things slightly lead into each other. Anyway, please watch it for the full 11 minutes because you won't get the full impact until the very end when brain needs a poop. And um, I have to say it is worth it. Is worth it. It's worth and men time, and it? women... Mm-hmm. We'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's it's thought-provoking. I am going to do quick two quick readouts, and then we are going to call it a day today because yeah. we've both got to go somewhere, right? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, my God, your podcast really should come with a warning. I love you guys. I'm such a sucker. You recommended the best things. I want them all. <laughs> Just from my little trip today, I had three method cleaning products, a xylid salad... Salad, salad, salad spinner. Salad, <laughs> should I say, say that? Yeah. Xylid salad spinner. Cheese grater and a mandolin. Oh, My good. Gra- grind coffee tins arrived today, and I look forward to your podcast. Even if it is costing me a bloody yes, fortune. Yes, it should come with a warning. Uh, a warning. That's Teresa sort. Simmons. Uh, sorry, Bless Teresa. you. Sorry, Teresa. Um, oh, jigsaw puzzle roll-up rug. Yes, we've well, got to get one. Puzzle roll-up mat for a 3,000-piece jigsaw. So yeah, no, I've really got to get one. Jacqueline Watson, do you think that would be? Jacqueline Life Coach Mentor. Jacqueline Watson sent us this. Uh, my daughter saw that. My daughter saw this uh, in Trent Somerset today. She was oh, she saw you in yes. Trent Somerset. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. she was too shy to go and see that. That's such a shame. You should, you should have gone. Everybody, if you ever see me anywhere, come and say hello. I'm very friendly. 
Uh, Debbie Lewis, absolutely love your podcasts. I'm listening to them all back to back now. Great recommendations. <gasps> Would love you to review Ozark on Netflix. It's have you watched great. Ozark? Season one, season two, I've done. Season three is out, but I've not. I done. love Jason Bateman. Ah, oh, me too. They're he all is, brilliant. I mean, it, everybody aren't they? in it is so good, but I particularly just love him. Yeah. It makes me very anxious, Ozark, though, watching it. It's yes. so on the edge of your seat, but I really, it really reminds me a little bit of Breaking Bad. Uh, yes, and uh, it's got that mm. thread to it, hasn't it? Gene Williams says, just catching up last week's podcast, Tony Wilson, absolute legend. So good. He and Lucy Meacock did a late night discussion programme. I remember that. Yeah, yes. it was brilliant. Nationwide was Blue Peter for adults. You're absolutely right. It was brilliant. Thanks, Gene. So we'll do a few more shout outs next week. Um, but um, thanks very much for listening. Um, I've got to go and do Morgana's hair. Oh, Morgana we Robinson. love Morgana. I know. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen her since pre-lockdown. This will be my first salon experience today of doing somebody's hair. In the got sleep. your PPI? I've got uh, PPI. Is that oh, it's PPI. <laughs> I definitely want PPI. That's for sure. Um, PPE. Apparently, I've got to wear a screen. I don't have to wear a mask. I have to wear a visor. Yes. So I've got a visor, Good. and I've got various other things that will Good. keep me um, safe. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to put on some Amanda Harrington. That's a great idea. Yeah. You don't really need a tan. You're actually very brown. Really? I don't look yeah. very brown. I look really pasty. It's only in that picture. Uh, we reviewed Amanda Harrington uh, fake tan about episode four or five. Uh, it's amazing. And then I have some in my cupboard that I've not used yet. But it's amazing. I might stick some on. So we, uh, we're very grateful that you listen to the podcast. Um, have a listen to it on Entail if you don't already. Entail's an app that you download into your phone and you can listen to podcasts via that app. It's free. It's completely free and you don't have to just listen to our podcast like Desert Island Discs is in there. There's a whole bunch of podcasts that already exists. But what the app does is enhance the experience by offering you links and connections and more information about any of the subjects that's being discussed. So say we discuss, like we did on today's show, a TED Talk what would happen on Entel when we talk about the TED Talk, uh, the link to that actual TED Talk comes up on your phone and you can click on it straight away and listen to uh, the TED Talk that we're discussing. So it is just a, an, a really valuable addition to, in particular, our podcast, I think, more than any yes, other. because we're talking about things mm, and stuff you can go and experience. That you want to see and experience, yeah. Um, and the episodes get stored in the app. So if, if there's something, like if we've, come up with birthday presents or Christmas ideas or anything like that, you know, they're all stored in the app, so you can go back and scan through the episodes to see and you can what save we've talked chapters. about. Yep. And you can share chapters as well. You don't have to share the whole podcast. So please download the Entail app if you don't already, and that would be uh, the place to go and listen to this podcast. You can listen to it on all the other usual places as well, but we would highly recommend it. 